0: Hey sub Yankee Hi Yankee Hey sub Andy Long time no see Andy Yo Ryan my man Ryan Hey Ryan request to join in bro Hey hi Andy hope you're doing good man Hey Ryan, request to join in, man. Let's have a chat.
1: My man. My yeah, man. You're half naked, right. my man. <laughs> Bro, should put a shirt on. This is pretty bad. I had this spontaneous man. I'm about to sleep when I saw your IG live. I thought, ah, I've got to chat with Daryl, man, my man. <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, hey, what's up, Cohen? What's up, guys? Hi, guys.
0: Yeah, man. Hi, Amanda. Yeah. Hey, bro, you put on some shirt. We have some good chat, bro.
1: Yeah, bro. Give me thirty seconds. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, 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 yeah. You guys are in the for uh, here for some good treat. This guy Ryan. <laughs> yeah, Ryan is is uh, he's he's. Very passionate about parenting, about a purposeful living, you know, about passion. So that's why we, we, we uh, kind of got acquainted. And I honestly really vibe well with him as a person. Yeah. So most likely tonight, our topic will revolve around, you know, youth, purposeful living, things like that. Okay, that's on, right, man. I try to find a, yeah, hey, go and this time i find a pretty lady, yeah, go on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. The new topic I've been um, kind of chatting about, which you might like, is about lifestyle design. So you know, kind of designing our lifestyle, and I think it fits in well with your mission, man. You know, you talk a lot about, um, you know, I guess uh, being a stay-at-home dad by thirty-five, and that requires a lot of preparation. And you know, obviously, you're putting in the hard yards of your, you know, your routines. It's like two weeks now, right? Meditation, Wim Hof every day, all that. <laughs> hell yes, hell yes, you're noticing. So when you
0: talk about lifestyle design, I guess uh, that's something that my mentor has been practicing for many years and, and i, I kind of like look up to that so one, yeah. one thing that inspired me to make that switch right was the fact that if i want a for example a four-figure lifestyle or a four figure or a five-figure business i probably should start with a five-figure lifestyle and that was the, the the thing that you know uh inspired me to change not easy for sure you know like let me just share you guys the real stuff huh so mm. this is my room <laughs> you can imagine how chaotic right <laughs> So this was from the Millionaire Mindset shit. So these two about money management. And this was from Tony Robbins. Yeah. And this is my rules every day. So my rule is simple. It's just to read the rules. And number two is kind to three people. Number three is grateful for five things. And these are my daily affirmations. Always be kind. Always give value. Happiness a choice. I play all out every day. I give to share. I've achieved more than average 25 years old. I've done a lot for my family. My net worth doesn't define my worth. People actually learn from me so so, when i really instill it in my life by repeating to myself day and day i kind of build myself worthiness. Yes. yeah yeah so i totally agree
1: with yeah, you're it's so right man the basics i guess people underestimate that you know just doing the basics showing up every day i know it sounds cliche but for you and me man you're doing a good job at it inspiring the youth because it's crazy man some some kids or some, you know, youthful, you know, they feel, and I was in the same bucket before, we feel like there's some secret and there's some, you know, magic trick that's going to be our messiah, our savior, but it really is, man, it's those basics every day. <laughs> for sure,
0: for sure, it's doing the shit that you honestly don't want to do. In fact, like today, I really don't work out, but I forced myself to do it. Anyway, thanks for the support, guys, really, it means a lot, you know, for you guys to be here. Uh, like I shared yesterday, right, Ryan, you were here as well. I don't feel comfortable with this bullshit. This this IG life thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm okay if you guys drop off halfway. I'm I'm fine with it. Just that, like, I'm telling, and I mean, like, yesterday was a rent. You know, just a reminder of my past experience. You know, I I believe most of us here, young youth, we definitely mm-hmm. at one point of time felt unwanted. Yeah, for sure, you feel unwanted, and then IG life class just kind of reminded me of that shit, man. You saw you saw my reason yesterday. Yeah, yeah so the same. So, Okay, Cohen said this. I learned this recently. Don't compare your practice reel with others' highlight reel. Oh, shit. There's some good stuff oh. right there. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Cohen.
1: Yeah, dude. I love what you shared about yesterday. You talked about a lot about vulnerability and also, you know, how people coming in and out of the IG live. It reminded you of, I guess, your mom and dad, you know, coming in and out. And I think that's so cool to look back and to see it that way. Do you feel that you know, in terms of, say, like a relationship attachment style, like secure, avoidant, and anxious kind of stuff? Has that kind of played out, you know, in your like relationships before?
0: If you were to ask it this way, I I don't think I'm an avoider, but apparently I spoke to some relationship coach. Uh, he mentioned that I'm kind of avoider. So, in regards <laughs> to all this stuff, honestly, I'm not, right? I'm not the, the, the best or most expert in it. But if you were to ask me at, there was once during the COVID period, right? I actually emotionally disassociated myself from my parents when I noticed mm-hmm. like they were arguing, they were they were having conflicts. Subconsciously, I took myself out of the equation. So I guess to answer your question, I guess I'm an avoider. Yes, yeah. yeah, fair enough. Yes, yes. So, but but, and anyway, thank you so much, Cohen. Right? I will just keep grinding my shit. Anyway, Zach say like go <laughs> deeper into relationships. Okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. All right. So, so. I guess for my relationship I, i'm i'm not the best at it like, but i'm just fixing up all my broken relationship back then right so i guess mm-hmm. uh ryan you know my story so that daddy always busy with money busy with business uh lack of time and mommy always having the rich rich mommy life right always go for a massage all these things throw me at the future center and, and that's that so uh i guess i i keep looking forward to the future side the future self uh, when I'm 35. When I'm 35, you know, I was keep uh, getting myself engrossed in it. That was how I, I drive myself when I was a sales guy last night. And I was making decent money trying to prove my worthiness. But deep down I just feel so damn bloody empty. And the wake-up call was when I attended UPW by Tony Robbins. He said, You mm-hmm. can't look for something that is outside. It starts with inside. He asked, When was the last time you experienced true happiness? And I closed my eyes, goddamn, it's my mom and my dad's face. It's not my future daughter Kayla or Caden's face. I can't imagine their face yet. So, that was a big, big wake-up call. So, if I can't be a loving son, how can I be a loving father? Oh, shit, man. That's damn deep, eh? Mm. And, yeah, yeah, really, I tore my bloody ego and I go back
1: to my dad and say, hey, dude, I hate you, but let's be real, I need you. Shit. Wow. Damn deep, man. Damn deep. That's (laughs) good. Really good. To have that self-awareness as well, man, it's powerful. I love that, yeah. Be a good son first because... Yeah, it's crazy, man. I just, um, I haven't, we haven't talked too much about it, but I just came back from the Vipassana meditation, you know, the 10 days. Um, mm-hmm. I yeah, know, I it's crazy, man. I was um, one of the nights, uh, because you're, you know, away from technology and stuff. One of the nights, man, I couldn't sleep. I had this kind of like rage in me because you're meditating 10, 11 hours a day. Um, and it's crazy, man, like, you know, to go into what you said, you know, one of the deepest things in me came out. I haven't discussed it with anyone yet on any private Um, or public channel, man, but basically, um, you know, when my parents divorced, you know, that was around when I was 10, uh, you know, I, dude, tears started coming out of my eyes. I was like, fuck, I'm so grateful for, you know, uh, what both my parents did through that divorce. And, you know, it's not easy running a business, also going through a divorce, having, you know, we have, uh, I have two siblings, so three siblings all up. And then, you know, on top of that, you know, for my dad, and my mom to both put in so much effort into us kids, you know, while doing other stuff, man. It was just touching and something that I haven't, you know, ever thought about. It was deep in the unconscious, which came up. So I, I totally resonate with you, man. Right. Thank you for sharing with us, man, on this public channel. I mean, it's really when you sit
0: yourself down, you don't let the hustle and bustle, right? really kind of like push this emotion aside, you know, face it. That, that, I mean, that's pretty much what I do for my students in, in the entire program that I always conduct, right? During the six days, they go in deep and, and find the inner demons and fight them. Man. But vast majority of the time, we don't do that. We don't do the hard work. We don't do the... That's what people say, inner work. Mm. Right? I, I, really, yeah. I really believe. I, I believe you will agree well, with this as well. If you if you don't do the inner work, your outer life just simply reflect your inner work. Yes. Like, like if you want money, like, literally, your inner world must be worthy of that money first. Yes. I I just want to share a bit like back then I was charging my services for twenty dollars, for the same sixties program that I was I was offering right now like twenty bucks nobody knows about this shit, because on Instagram I don't talk about such stuff such stuff, right? But I went down the ground and I asked people how many of you are actually keen to try me out? It's twenty bucks man, for the same thing that I'm offering right now, mm-hmm. and right now you will be blown away man the price that I'm offering because I see transformation in my students. Right now it's more than right high high high, high three figure yeah, it's because of my wordiness. Right, so Cohen said that the roots shows in the fruits. Cohen is dropping damn bombs, (laughs) (laughs) lah. So agree, man. Yeah, man, thanks, Cohen, for being here, man. The roots shows in the fruits, yeah.
1: Shit, 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 I I really like that. Ah, it's good stuff. It's so right, man. Everything in the internal state will manifest. It's crazy. I've seen some people in the past, man, When they get given money, since at a deep level, they don't feel worthy of the money. They go and blow it in prostitution, you know, in alcohol, drugs. They need to get rid of this money. And it's a weird phenomenon, but it makes sense. For sure, for sure. So I think it just, it doesn't really reflect in terms of your,
0: in just your finances. It could probably reflect in your relationships as well. I I believe this is something you could probably chime in as well. How many at times, how often at times you see people saying that, "Uh, I'm afraid to drop this partner because I can't find a better one. Mm. Would you agree? You hear that quite Definitely often?
1: No. Like, it's crazy.
0: Yeah. Holy shit. So if you never calibrate your inner GPS, you never really uh make yourself in the right state, think that you're worthy enough, you will always settle for someone who's abusive. Someone who's subpar, and you, you think that like it's fear
1: that's keeping you in that relationship actually. What are your thoughts on that actually? Yeah. yeah. It's crazy, man. It's a deep topic. I love it. Um I think that yeah, and there's many levels to it. Firstly there's the conscious level, man, people don't wanna you know, homeostasis, they don't want to leave a comfortable, so-called comfortable environment. But you're right, deep down they're motivated by fear. Uh they're motivated by inertia. Um, you know, it's crazy. It's, uh, people don't want to, for the most part, man, be alone. It's crazy. Like I live myself here, I do everything myself. I'm very comfortable being alone, predominantly introverted, but can be extroverted. And for me, the concept is fine. Like if someone said to me, Go and travel alone for a week, that's fine. But it's crazy. I meet some people and I say, you know, would you be comfortable, um, you know, one or two hours alone, you know, go watch a movie by yourself or chill and they get all frantic and panicky and it's not a good <laughs> or bad thing, but people, they just can't sit with themselves, man. And to be alone with one person, Viktor Frankl, you know, Man Search for Meaning and all those books and stuff, it's cool. It talks a lot about, because uh, like, man, in the modern world, if we cut out a lot of you know distractions and stuff and really go deep within, there's so much shit underneath that we need to, you know, uncover um, I think and it's it, good yeah. as well.
0: For sure, for sure. So, this this topic kind of reminded me of my conversation with one of my students today. Uh, What what we were speaking about is uh, if you can't love your current family, right, there's no point in you trying to love your future partner. Mm. So, so I want to elaborate a little bit more on that. So, what I meant was that my first two relationships, right, I got them from the clubs, from the apps, and those were toxic relationships. I tried my best to kind of like give them, shower them with so much love, but end up be backfired, right? So, there's cheating cases, there's blah, blah. And then after that phase, uh, what I did was I kind of go back to my mom. Because, why? The, the first girl, the first breakup uh, break that I had, right, uh, I broke down in front of my mom and she was there for me. And the second time it happened again, same thing. My mom was there. My mom is the only constant, bro. And after the, those two incidents, right? I, I decided that, you know what, uh, I should shower and focus a lot, a lot of my time and attention on my mom, no one else. And, and I just want to add on, right, right now that the fact that, uh, but before, okay, before previously, uh, whenever I have relationships, my mom get jealous. My mom will feel that like, oh shit, you know, this useless son, I'm, I'm helping my future <laughs> wife, yeah, I'm helping yeah. my future wife raise this useless son. That was what my mom, you know, said about me. But right now, the fact that I, had a girf- I have a girlfriend, she's not jealous at all. She feel very uh, secure that she definitely have a place in my heart. And I honestly tell you that I'm in a better position to love because of the past few months or even years of me loving her without any girls as a distraction. I, I truly internalize how it's like loving someone unconditionally. Yeah, and I think it really goes then goes down to very, very deep level where you are able to do so for someone that is the benchmark. And you literally just copy and paste and you paste it to a stranger who you think is worthy of that kind of,
1: uh, that kind of deep love. Yeah, but if you've
0: never tried before how, how
1: can you do it yeah dude so true and i know we have similar views on parenting and stuff i always compare that to parenting like sure you can read a book you know three six and even nine months you know before being a father or you know a mother for some people and that's fine it's better than doing nothing but you know i think it's good for you know beforehand five ten fifteen twenty years from today that we all start embodying you know, to live a good life ourselves, because, you know, that's the first thing with parenting is that our kids will look to us, you know, <laughs> a lot of parents say, oh, my kids, you know, drinking Coke Zero and all this, but I'm still drinking Coke Zero. It's like, well, you need to embody the good behavior first. And I'm not saying it's simple. That's why, you know, I, I love the framework you have, Daryl, you know, around, you know, you've already named your two kids and, you know, you've got all these, um, you know, stuff going and stuff. It's cool, man, because uh, not many people do that. And to truly, you know, uh, embody and envision this uh, and practice it from today, which is like, you know, 5, 10, 20, whatever he is out is uh, good pre- Good preparation and the same applies to relationships as well, man. It all needs practice, you know.
0: Yeah, for sure, for sure. It's like, if you don't... I, I guess last night, uh, I was at one of uh, my mentor just shared one, right? Uh, the better is one, the start. I think that, that's a very powerful, powerful statement, man. So, if you really prepare right, uh, you really won the better. So mm-hmm. go back, go back, goes back down to what you just said, man. If you prepare ten years in advance for your children in the in time come, like like right now when I do whatever I do, I literally say that okay. Like like in fact, let's just use today's example. Today when I saw the young boy right, he spilled his coke. I, I don't know whether you saw that.
1: Yeah yeah yeah.
0: Got them. First thing in my head, I'm like shit. If if this happens to Kyla, I will definitely clean up for her. <laughs> right. So so never. I mean like fear of judgment, fear of embarrassment, or whatever bullshit never hit my head. I just need to know that if, if Kayla is sitting beside me, jolly well, I need to be a good role model. I need to do it for yeah. I need to do it so that she will, she will model and shit, you know?
1: Yeah. So
0: it's it this was... conditioning in your head that you are not living for yourself. You're living for others. And that right. tries you to be a better person.
1: Yep. I couldn't, couldn't agree more. I love the Vipassana teaching. I go back to that a lot. And they say do everything in life from, you know, from joy and compassion. Yeah, do things for other people. And I was having a good chat with one of my friends tonight. And it's crazy, again, not to criticize anyone, but a lot of people in society, they do things for themselves. They're thinking, even in terms of listening, you know, it's hard to have a good combo with someone who you don't know well or who's not your good friend because a lot of people, they want to get their word in and that's fine. But to stand back and to truly serve other people and do things that are in their best interest, you know, their spiritual growth, it's it's very hard to find that. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. That's what we're spreading when just devalue
0: nonstop, right? So I yeah, want to share what, what Cohen mentioned, right? So most men in modern society are overmothered and underfathers. We mm. need men to show the way, show the way to really love, not just so toxic masculinity. And that is so true. That is so true. Everybody going the alpha male, uh, alpha male uh, approach. In fact, one yeah. of my students, yeah, one of my students just told me today, like his dad is, is just too alpha, and not showing his
1: vulnerabilities is very hard to connect.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, and I guess a lot of other youths out there are facing the same thing.
1: How do you fix that? I mean, how do you advise students if they're having, say, trouble connecting with their father, especially for men and stuff, you know, because, I mean, my father, I mean, you know, he's also somewhat similar. It's hard, and for a lot of men, even younger or older, it's hard for, you know, um, young, it's hard for young and old men to really connect with their emotions and, you know, really, as you said, be vulnerable. What do you, you know, tell your students out there? Right, okay, so what, well, let me show you what I've done, so it's practical. I, I use it
0: myself, I work on my debt, and it's a, it's a, it's a, first off it's a journey it's a freaking journey if you expect shit to change after 20 years of toxic relationship with your parents and you expect like tomorrow the next day things will change miraculously uh, you're bluffing yourself right so <laughs> in your mind you need to have a mental preparation that is a journey and I tell myself I must know why am I fixing the relationship it's not for my father honestly I don't give two, two shit not for myself I don't give two shit but I give a shit about Kayla and Kaden mm-hmm. so it goes back wow. down to them and, and, and why am I doing it for them? Because how I wished my childhood was correct. Yeah. So everything has a selfish reason for selfless reason. And so for, for you guys out there who struggling with, with all these uh, parents, relationship thing, especially a dad, I guess, number one, understand that all human beings really truly have emotions. As much as you can put a facade, deep down there's something that's holding him back. Uh, there's that need to be strong. Even though he don't want me to, <laughs> yeah. like like for real, if I can even review this s- solid stuff, uh, guys, can I can I share with you something very vulnerable? Uh, my my, my my dad, right? My dad during this COVID period, uh, he actually opened up to me, and he 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 shared with me, uh, the reason why he don't want to confide in in, in, in me. He said that even if my business is struggling, how can you help me? So why should I tell you? And. At that point of time, I kind of understand where he's coming from. But instead, you know, of justifying, yeah, you should do this, you should do that, I just hug him and I kissed him on his forehead. Mm-hmm. You see the irony, you know, as if like he's my son now. I kissed him on the forehead and I said, I understand. It's lonely you facing everything yourself. I understand. I love you and I'll support you. Just let me know what is it and I'll do my best. I might not help, but at least I can help. I tell you when I did that, I don't, know, I don't even know why would I do that, but as much as it's gay as hell, honestly it's gay as hell, but it came from a very, very pure place. I purely love my father and I really want to support him. And I promise you, this COVID period, we just bonded way better than before. I don't know how many of you saw my IG stories. Like when I wake up, first thing I see is a, is a lunch or breakfast prepared by him with a tiny note. Son made hot after that. And I'm like, holy shit. It's, it's because both of us, I, my word of affirma, uh, my, my love language is words of affirmation. And for him, it's act of service. I understand him. We connect on, the, on that level. So if you guys truly take time to understand your parents' love language, truly take us, uh, really really rip off that ego, rip off that, 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 that need, right, to be strong along with your parents and born on a very pure basis. I promise you magic will happen.
1: Wow. Thanks for sharing, man. Yeah, so powerful. I love it. And that's the thing we've got to remember, I feel, is that even if they can't open up or they can't, you know, truly welcome those gifts on an external level and show us, I really believe all of the parents, you know, like your parent, your father, also my father, deep down, that will speak to them on that level and they'll feel that love for you. But they won't necessarily show it because they've been conditioned otherwise. But it's um, it's a beautiful thing to do that kind of stuff and even writing them a letter if we're not able to do that or your know, small gestures, you know, like yeah, cooking their meals or leaving them notes, you know, it all goes a long way. I feel. Yeah, for sure. You know,
0: like, when I was younger, right, he, he showed love through gifts because he's not always there and money is available for him. So, that that was his easy way of showing love, right? Like, Playstations and shit like that and I, I really despise that. I, I hate that shit. So, right now, it's my lowest. And and when I see that, you know, um, he he's doing other form, you know, of love where he understands I really hate the goods. The way he lived his life last time really is something that scares me and he... He, he knows what to uh, how to show love. He knows how to show me love the way I want to be loved, and and that's something that I, I I really want to advocate. You will assume that your parents want this or want that, but don't assume. Ask, ask them to do the love language test. Right, five love language. Wow. yeah, that that is the number one thing you probably can uh, take and and start acting on. For for those that uh, for the eleven of you that's here, don't assume what your parents want to be loved. Try and do the test on them and you see, oh, actually, mom likes quality time, or
1: mom likes Excel service, great. <coughs> I couldn't agree more. I think that's awesome, man. There was something I saw the other day that came in the inbox, uh, my emails from the five love languages. It was actually, there's a new quiz called the five apology love language quizzes. I don't know if you've heard of it, Daryl. No, not at all. What's that? It's about cool. Yeah, it talks about um, when you apologize to someone, there's uh, different ways people can do it. One of them is, you know, uh, self-deprecating themselves, Another one is, you know, taking responsibility. Another one is, you know, I guess um, taking a higher level, uh, level thinking and feeling and, you know, trying to make it up to them and whatnot. I can't remember all the uh, all the terms. I'll send you a DM after, man, but it's really insightful. Um, yeah, again, it's all just uh, speaking to you on your emotional level, which is, it's what life is, right? Life's emotional communication, really.
0: Yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, as much as I keep sharing with you guys, you know, like my success story, my mum and my dad, uh, I, I want to be very vulnerable with you guys on a deeper level as well. Uh, I guess, right now, one current struggle that I'm facing, right, is uh, building my relationship, my siblings, my sisters, right, I'm the oldest, I'm the eldest, and always I'm I'm the one that's focusing on the money because family situation at home is in, in rosy, right, uh, and my sister's perspective of me is that I always am too transactional, I am too, not so transactional, I'm too focused on the wealth, the money-building part, right, um, but I, I, I want to be honest and say that, like, it's hard for me to kind of, like, put in extra effort to tell them, say, hey, hey, uh you know, Shannon and Heiner and uh, Kokok I mean, I call myself Kokok right, the brother, uh, kind of care for you, but I guess it's really the ego again, you know, the ego that I'm the older one and I cannot humble myself down to say, hey, I want to show you more love. It's, it's, it's really a, a battle. But I know that you know by me calling myself out on a public platform like this, I'm I better do something about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I'm stacking my why. I'm stacking my why. Why I need to do this is because next time Kayla and Cadence they might not be the best siblings. I will be a living example that they do it. Yeah, so, That's so yeah, it's yeah. not easy. You know, I'm yeah. I'm also struggling.
1: Oh, definitely, man. I would echo that. You know, obviously. I haven't again. I haven't talked about a lot of this stuff. I think it's when you bring to like-minded people like us together we can actually go deep and where you know we want to share these vulnerabilities I feel the same thing with me as well that yeah it's, it's an interesting topic I guess I have a big family I have five siblings, I have four other siblings I'm the eldest uh, you know two baby siblings and then uh, you know a sister who's what, around 19 her brother is around 18 or whatnot so you know we are all going through that adult stage and yeah, it's crazy. People, I guess, expect, so not expect, but people feel that, you know, all siblings should be close, but it's like, it's, it's com- more complicated than that. But at the same time, I guess as the elder siblings like you and me, we also have a responsibility to bring the family together and to get those communication together. It's not so straightforward. Um, There's a lot of moving parts sometimes.
0: Yeah, for sure, for sure. So I guess the the thing is that I kind of give myself excuses, right? Uh, I have tried to con- uh, to, to consult, uh, consult them, coach them, but they're not taking action and I just mm-hmm. keep saying that hey, my students that I coach usually take a lot of act, massive action. You know, I can only coach with, uh, the stu- the, when the student is really, the teacher will appear. You get it, right? So, I give myself yeah, yeah. Excuses, the easy way out not to coach them. But I guess, uh, really, family love means, uh, going back to what I said, right, unconditional, right? Even if they are not putting in the effort, I have to constantly show up, constantly remind them, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Cohen is the older sibling well. Cohen, awesome, awesome. <laughs> Next time I'm gonna have you on the IG live as well. Join, join me and Ryan.
1: <laughs>
0: Cohen dropping some solid stuff as well. Yeah, love it, love it. Hey, thanks for for being here, guys. You know, I honestly didn't know what to talk about. Thanks, Ryan, for jump, jumping in.
1: Yeah, man. Always a pleasure to chat, man. Inner you know, work is good. I think that's you're doing a great job, man. Of, you know, chatting. With the youth and motivating them and this is another dimension is inner work and also relationships i saw your chat with um bibliona a few weeks ago and that was good man yep. you know you went deep on relationships it's good to spread the good word you know about it all because a lot of people that's the thing i realized man is the love is universal everyone understands it but not everyone's comfortable sharing it and being vulnerable i think everyone truly is vulnerable and they want to actually share about it but it's also hard to get the word out so you know, when someone like you, you know, or myself or other people talk about it, we kind of create this safe platform for people to share and to express their vulnerabilities. It's good.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. If, if you honestly ask me, right, what do I provide at my, 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 my place or my coaching, right, it's truly a, just a place for them to be vulnerable with themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, and this is something that I guess the society have never prepared them for. Like, you go to school, you get judged. At home, you get judged. People compare, I mean, your parents compare you with your siblings and shit. So, there's a, even you, if you tell your best friend your, your current bullshit, your best friend will say things like, It's a small issue, why are you making it a big fuss? Agree? Like, like there's this <laughs> kind of judgment here, left, right, center, and you don't know where the hell you, you can go. Yeah. And people don't want to go to psychiatrists because they don't want to deem like they're crazy. People don't want to go to therapies, they don't want to seem like they are, they're down and out. So, they don't know where to go. And I'm not saying that people who are in trouble come to me, but rather people who want to bring their life to the next level. And mm. in order for you to go to the next level, you need to have a breakthrough by doing in the doing the inner work and that's what we are the both of us are advocating so strongly for truly understand like like even right now i'm doing inner work for my relationship my siblings right i need to really have a breakthrough yeah thanks guys for giving us so much love yeah
1: cheers guys yeah i couldn't agree more and i mean i've this crazy because for me in the past i've also i've been to one or two psychologists you know over my 20 plus years and Again, man, I'm not, not to say they're bad at all because I think I'm for sure there's some great ones out there. But, you know, it's again it's all that, you know that chemistry of net compatibility of finding that psychologist that's good for you. Like for me, we spent half the session, you know, typing notes, so he was typing notes down and it's not effective. And simple things like holding space, you know, creating a safe place to talk about and you know, really, you know, relating on the emotional level instead of reading off a script, it's hard to find a good psychologist, uh, I think it's more important than ever, man, you know? And I'm really grateful that, you know, countries like Australia are really, you know, the, the uh, prime minister just announced, you know, $15 million of funding yesterday um, for mental health services and stuff. So I'm, I'm grateful everyone in the world is taking it more seriously um, because it's a real thing. And I think that, you know, you're doing a good job of spreading the good word as well, man. Yeah, for sure. Thanks so much for
0: this. I, I really want to spread the fact that, like, I, I don't honestly, I tell you, I have no clue what the hell I'm doing like if you tell me is it mental health mental wellness I don't know all I Mm. know for sure is that I want this bunch of people these young adults to live life better like in a nutshell I don't even know what my business positioning is at am I providing them to live life purposefully passionately maybe am I helping them break through maybe better mindset maybe I don't know honestly I'm also a young youth navigating my way through and because of all this uncertainty that's why I need to act like I know my shit on Instagram and that's why I don't want to do IG live I don't want to show my face on IG stories yeah, but right now, this moment, I'm having a breakthrough, guys. Screw that shit. I'm admitting the fact that I'm just like you. I don't know my shit. But mm-hmm. despite that, I-, I, want to- I want to push through, man. I just
1: want to push through. Today is day two of ID life. Yeah. More and more oh, so good, man. And if anything, it makes it more relatable because we, you know, we have this view, and I have the same view as well, that we might feel, you know, we're both still growing. We're young, and we don't know shit, and that's true. Like, we do know something, but we don't know everything. There's a lot to learn. But it makes it more relatable because, you know, you can go and, you know, talk to a guy behind a desk with six degrees after his name and, you know, show sure he's qualified on a, you know, on a a book smart level. But in terms of, you know, actually wanting to talk about it and discovering things and being curious, you know, and also we've got that, you know, youthful mindset and perspective to look things through. I think it's really powerful.
0: Yeah, for sure. And Cohen mentioned that if you label it as mental
1: health, people ice please over. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So I, I really don't know, man. Like, I, I just know that I have the heart to serve. Lah. That's for sure, right? I've been doing this for close to two, three years. Uh, for the first one year, I, I do it for free of charge, man. Free of charge. Wow. For sure. Like, like I, I don't even... I still can remember those days I was a sales guy. I was mm. a sales guy uh, lost in life. I was just not happy doing my shit. And I had this framework. And I just passed this framework to as many colleagues of mine. I said, hey, try this, try this. For, for, uh, from doing this, you know your passion. Try it. So, so... You know, I was just promoting, but like, mad. Uh, there wasn't clear framework and things. And only after one full year of practicing over 40-plus people for free, and that's where I go, like, oh, shit, I, I think I found something. And on September 8, 2019, uh, I started the business. I did it for $20. I did $60 first for my live class. And and COVID came along, and I had to transform everything to digital for $20 online for a 6 days program with me. So, that was my journey, man. Like, it's not easy. And I really, if I had money in—in—in in, in, as a focus, right, I would definitely have closed this shit. Yeah. So, I pushed through. There was no mentor back then. There was no ex-factor. Nothing. Just myself. And I can even be honest with you guys. I, I was tempted to just join the industry, uh, the insurance industry. I just want to give in. I know, Jolly, I'm a bloody good salesman, man. But me giving in, throwing the towel like that, right, it, it's, it's literally me slapping my own face. Because I'm, you know trying to champion the uh, the purposeful like living mission yet mm-hmm. i joined an industry that i that don't really feel passionate for so but that was a tough that was a tough period uh I, if i'm not wrong it was in march this year wow
1: tough.
0: yeah tough so so yeah like like right now i'm feeling so much better telling you guys my journey and i guess yeah ig life should be like that right the real stuff that's
1: right spontaneous man even if one person watches i mean i always thought you know, Even if zero people watch, because it is a vanity metric in a way. It's like you're developing your skills, which you can then use to go and embody um, and, you know, I guess give out to more people. But the fact is there won't be, man. There'll be like there's 13 people here now. The replay will go on another, you know, a few hundred views. And it's just if you can impact one youth, I love that, you know. You want to impact a thousand youths. So if you can just get one and then it spreads on to one or one, it's a multiplier. And the reality is you will impact way more. Like 13 here now hopefully you guys are getting some value from this all and you know one youth at a time man well, you'll hit the thousand man now very shortly you need to get a new ipad you know ten thousand leaves, a hundred thousand leaves. i don't know if you guys can see it yeah well cannot. i love okay. it
0: yeah you cannot. yeah so apparently i engraved that shit on my on my ipad right to impact a thousand <laughs> on my ipad no? ah yeah, so good man uh, yeah I, I really, really embody it, like, try to live it out every single day. Like, that's, that's 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 me, man. Anyway, uh, what, what did Cohen say? You better give uh, better servants with your actions than your words. Your courage is giving people permission to live life much. large. Thank you so much for that, Cohen. You'll see me showing up every single day for the next 28 days. That's my promise to you guys. All
1: right? Yeah, for sure, for sure. I'll just keep showing up. That's good, man. Keep going. And that's, I guess, a good point from him. He said, um, give yourself permission to live large. A lot of the time, I've felt in the past, if we can we, we can box ourselves in. Sometimes we have these, you know, mental limitations. Sometimes they're unconscious. And sometimes, I don't know, sometimes we might be actually scared that we might be actually way more successful than we can be. So give ourselves permission to, you know, to be bigger than we are, to think bigger and to do bigger as well. Yeah, for sure. Hey, hi,
0: Peter. Hi, guys. Hi, Kauin. Thanks for joining us, thanks for joining us. So we spoke we spoke various topics, bro, talk of relationship, parenting. <laughs>
1: right?
0: We talk about just on life by design. It started by life by design. You can go on Bastard. and on. Hey, guys, That's right, uh, man. Uh, backstory, right? Me and me and uh Ryan, we we spoke for two good hours uh previously. The very first time we met each other through Zoom. <laughs> and we wow. were like, oh shit, we didn't record this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We chat this kind of content, this kind of content, non-stop, just the two of us. So, if I'm not wrong, we'll be doing another
1: one on Monday. Right? Right. That's right, man. 9pm. Really p.m., I think 9pm Singapore time. 9pm uh, Singapore or
0: time, or guys. I will, I will do a shout-out once again. Because uh, you like guys it. will see me very often. You guys will see me very often. I will sh- sh- certainly show up. Anyway, Nizam. Hopefully, i pronounce it correctly, bro. Nizam, right? Butterfly Effect. The power of synergetics. Uh, growth. For sure. I, I will save the life. Okay? I will save the life. I will, ne- I will not care about the feet. I will just... Let you guys OT OT like buffet, uh, you can you can choose which part you wanna hear. <laughs> yeah. I I I really just from the bottom of my heart wanna serve you guys Hey, hi JBS. Yeah. What's okay, I just wanna ask uh Ryan as well. So yeah, for man. yourself, can, are you single or are you attached?
1: Great question, man. Yeah, right now I'm single. Uh, I've been single for a good oh. Good six plus months, man, and I'm in an interesting stage right now. I mean, uh, I did all that stuff before, man, you know, chasing relationships, chasing girls, that kind of stuff, and then I actually, it's weird, man, I took a very purposeful approach to the last few months, um, especially since January, man, I came out of a relationship that screwed me big time. Um, it was a more of an inner work thing, it was not like a, not a malicious thing, but it was more like, uh, it hit rock bottom for me, man, so I really took, you know, a good six plus months out of the, the dating market, you could say. And really just did all this inner work, man. Went deep, did Vipassana, a 10-day meditation retreat. Um, you know, did some online coursework to go and hit all the limiting beliefs, the charges inside. And it's not done yet. There's still more to go, man. But now, you know, I'm kind of servicing back up on the top and just trying to meet, you know, has, meet a lot of girls, man. Not for anything. I don't. That's the thing in life. If you need something from someone, people can feel it. Like, it's like a neediness. But if you can come from a place of true abundance and wanting to serve people like you are, um, then people can feel that man and they wanna be part of this abundance. So that's where I'm at right now with a, it's a good question. Love it, love it, love it. I mean talking about this, right? Uh I would say that just now i was just sharing with my student
0: as well. If you were to continue conversations with that particular someone, right, when you date right on a very superficial yeah. level, most likely you get a very superficial relationship. But if you yeah. were to start right, if you were to start the conversation uh with a random date, uh, like by saying that, hey, what's your Maybe let's, let's try it. What's your favorite color? And if the person says black and you literally care, and you, instead of saying that, oh, that's a nice color, and let it be, damn, that's just how other twenty twenty other guys will react. You mm. ask, do you, do you actually genuinely care, like, why black? And you can see her reply, you can tell her uh, the, the depth of her understanding of herself as well. So if she say, oh, because I'm a minimalist, uh, for example, and I'm like, okay, so why what, what is that cool? Like, you know, or like, why is that important to you if you were to dig deeper? And she's like, oh, because I would rather focus on other stuff. What kind of stuff or oh, so i run my business for example so you know that like jolly well from a what is your favorite color question go down to understanding that she runs a business she rather focus her time on all this kind of productive stuff mm. and to leave it as oh yeah me too i like black as well so the question you actually ask when you date is extremely important and
1: i have to credit
0: that yeah i have to credit it to that the fact that i can get a current girlfriend
1: Definitely, man. Yeah, how's your relationship going? I mean, I've, I'm not. We haven't discussed too much in detail about your specific relationship, but how long have you been dating the girl for?
0: Yeah, so so right now,
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. I'm I okay? Yes, one of my students here, James, he mentioned that I'm using my art of internalizing on dates. So that's what I teach, <laughs> right? I I'll dig really deep, like why you know, are you keen in that shit? Yeah, so and and there's multiple reasons, right? So for myself, uh, guys, uh, backstory, ah, uh, guys, backstory, uh my current partner came for my class okay mm-hmm. and apparently wow. i used my method on her for me to truly understand who she is <laughs> yeah hey so good makes man. Sense, right? <laughs> i have to bear my heart to someone that i can trust make sense so i need yeah. to understand her on a deeper level what's her past trauma what's her vision uh, vision that she set for herself and things like that and when i go through i qualify you know i qualify that nothing it really makes sense for her to be my partner of course, of obviously when I first met her, I don't think so far. I just like he's a nice girl as mm-hmm. Uh, ups and downs for sure. Right now, I guess one thing that we overcame together was uh the the moment where I shared I was emotionally dissociated from my parents, and I kind of had the uh, ripple effect. It affected her as well, and I did mention it on one of my Instagram posts. Right, my man, my girlfriend mentioned to me that like we are slightly more distant now. And it was a like a red alarm and I, I didn't re, I didn't realize it. So I immediately took out my uh, my map and I just internalized shit. And I said, oh, fuck, it's because of my parents. They scare me. Okay, they scare me in the sense that it was too toxic. The, the whole conflict was about money, money, money. And I don't want to put myself in a negative state. Hence, I took myself away from them. By doing so, I shoot myself up and it affected my girlfriend. And we had a very open talk. She was there for me and, and that's the key. She was there for me. She didn't blame me. The key here is she didn't blame. Instead of acting like competitors, we co- we were collaborators. She was asking me, what's wrong? Share with me. And I honestly poured my heart out with her. I said, hey, shit, man, the, the shit at home has been bad and I didn't realise. That was a game changer and that made me feel that she's a really good keeper versus the past two relationships that I had and people like, you don't love me anymore. You are you and you and you, you get it? The blame game? Wow. Yeah, oh, correct. Yeah. So that is a very big difference. That is a big difference. When your partner truly don't play the blame game instead still thinking of, how can we solve this together? Yeah. So so far so good, right? Touchwood, all's working well.
1: Yeah, dude. Oh so good to see that. You uh, know, it's it's great, man. Like attracts like as well, and you know, obviously because you fixed yourself up and you've done a lot of work with the internalization and stuff, you naturally, you know, you open the door to attract someone a lot healthier and better for you as well. So. It's awesome, man. It's good to hear it's going well. And, you know, are you passionate as well about relationship study? Because that's something I like to do as well. You know, like do courses on like how to be a good partner or how to be a better partner and all this kind of stuff.
0: Right. If you, if you ask me in general, right, I'm passionate about
1: um, like love, life as whole. But if you go
0: niche down to the specifics, right, of like relationship-wise, uh, definitely, right, definitely I'm keen. But my interest in terms of parenting is way more than uh, relationship. The irony, mm. Relationship leads to parenting, but the irony is that I focus a lot, <laughs> lot more on parenting, All right? So I guess I guess to, to be honest with you, uh, I only the the truth, our uh, guys, to the eleven audience here. The truth is I only seek solutions whenever I face a roadblock. If you look, if you think about it, if you think about it, it's not me out of not nothing better to do. Uh, just randomly go and search up how to live life purposefully, you know, or how to have a breakthrough. You no, know. is basically i myself face this stupid problem and i research everywhere and i found a solution and i'm like okay now now i have the solution let me share with people so so far touch wood. again you know I, I guess i
1: have a good relationship thus far if i face a robot then definitely you, i'll join you with your research <laughs> yeah you're right no it's a, it's a good thing to um to kind of talk about as well and we don't want to get caught in the nitty-gritty you know people get stuck in the tactics and stuff it's better to understand the big level frameworks like you do, and then, you know, kind of just suss it out from there, you know, like, sometimes the best learning is to fuck up on purpose, just go in and test everything out, you know, split test it, and see what works what doesn't work. Love it, love it. Anyway, thanks guys for still being here,
0: thanks Cohen. Cohen, one day you will teach me how to speak at TEDx, right? Cohen, <laughs> Cohen's a TEDx speaker, I've I met respect Wow.
1: Yes. Awesome, man. <laughs>
0: awesome stuff, All right, Cohen, I, I need your help, I need your expertise. And, and yeah, like, like that is something, Uh, I mean, if, if you ask me relationship, going back to relationship,
1: I, I'm actually curious, like, why are you so keen in relationship then? It's such a good question, man. I love chatting about it. Yeah, I think it's because, like, my parents are divorced. Um, and that's not a good or bad thing. Like, I think it's a good decision for them. But, you know, just looking at society in general, a lot of people, they seem, I mean, the divorce rate's around 50%. And then I would wager that, you know, with that 50%, you're still married. Probably only five, ten percent are truly happy. You know, some people are just stuck together because they say, well, the kids," you know, will stay together because of them, or it's more convenient, or I don't want to lose money and stuff. But that should never be the reason you're bonded to someone because you know things are easy. Like I, don't, I don't want to be too idealistic, and I know you're getting excited, but it's like you should be together out of purpose and reason. And you wake up every morning, you're like, "Fuck yeah, I love this. I love my partner. She's awesome, or he's awesome." And let's you know go to the moon and back, and let's create this union. You know, not because oh, we've got to stay together because I don't want to lose money in the divorce or the kids need to be healthy or whatever, you know? <laughs> I got to take on that.
0: I got to take on that. Okay, so, yeah. uh, I actually understood, right, my parents, and my grandparents, the way they did, I, I I really went to, so for me, I really believe that your past can predict your entire future. So mm-hmm. I went to dig deeper, right, asked my mom and my grandmother, how did she get together my grandfather? Literally, it was an event. She, my, my grandfather was fixing a lamp, lamp post or some shit like that. And my grandmother was like, oh, Hi, or oh, you know, you know, a friend's friend and shit like that. So they got together. They, they, they kind of like each other, and they just stay together. And I and I notice that both of them have different personality, different dreams, different vision, different attitude. And yet they stick together. They don't love each other. It's just like survive survive together. I don't think they really love each other. And and I look at my parents. I see the same thing. They not they truly love each other, but they're not the same type of people. No no different dreams, different goals different regions, hence they, will co- they have conflict. And I guess it boils down to one thing. The availability or maybe I would say um, how quick is it uh, for you to find another partner? Back then, there's a no technology. Hence, they got to stick with it. But yeah. the fact that right now, you need one shot away. You, you get it, right? Mm. Yeah. So, every right. is like one shot away to another perfect match, another perfect ideal one for me. So, it's an irony as well because I have this belief that as long as the person overall click with you, can match with you, you can make things go together, there's no perfect one, you kind of make the person perfect one, but at the same time back then, because of maybe technology, lack of, or whatever, they just got to do with who who, who can they best find, you get it? Yeah. So, which res- resulted to a lot of bad parenting. Hence, you know, they have a lot of kids, they don't prioritize them, they grow up randomly and, and blah, 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 you know? So, so that's, that's one thing I've oh, realized. Wow. wow.
1: Yeah, dude, so powerful. I think yeah, it has played a large part of that. You know, yeah, of the divorce rate and all this kind of stuff. There's a good book, man. I don't know if you. I've got a few little books. I love to chat about them and share what I'm reading. But um, ah, where is it? It's a good one here, man. Cool.
0: Cords have, have a lot of books after uh, breakups as well.
1: <laughs> oh, he's an expert. And we should bring him on. That's a good one, man. El- Evolution of Desire. Um, David Buss, man. It's a lot about like evolutionary psychology, and he talks a lot about things like has social media made, you know, dating and relationships worse. And you're right, man, because I think not that we're wired for like instant gratification, but a lot of people, if given that opportunity, they will take it. And I don't know, I mean, do you think that speaks more about technology or more about the fundamental character of the person? Because if they were, you know, the character was, you know, more solid or, you know, they were more about fixing the problems and, you know, kind of working through the hard times together versus, you know, jumping over to that, you know, next option on Tinder or whatnot. Do you think it speaks more about technology or has that accelerated, you know, just what was the underlying, you know, personality traits in people? Okay, this is a very good question. I guess it really fall
0: back on to what's the purpose, uh, what's the person's desire in the first place? Are you, are you, mm. to be, to be, brutally honest, are you here just to fuck around or are you here to get a girlfriend to marry? Like if you have <laughs> that as your first I mean in in a, in a sense, once you have set the destination. Like if let's say we're talking about marriage, right? Then probably probably if it boils down to your personality match as well. If, if your personality don't match and you're trying your best to to to, to smash things together, I, I personally don't believe it. Yeah, yeah I, I and, and if if you have the same vision, same vision probably yes. Right, you can still push through, but if you have different be- vision, different beliefs, it's just them. Huh? Right. Yeah. So Cohen said that democrat.
1: What democrat? I'll pop democrat the book. I see. A people asking here what the book British is. I Um. Yeah, Ninza or whatnot. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah exam, take a yeah. screenshot of that. I'll put. We'll put it up on um, on uh Daryl's story later, but yeah one more book i would love to share with the audience um it's one of the books that kind of taught me the most about this kind of stuff let me just get my lights here i don't know if you've heard of it daryl it's called attached um my bookshelf let's find it here so this book is absolutely fantastic attached by um levine and heller talks a lot about you know adult attachment and it's kind of attachment styles, man. It is really, really good. And it talks a lot about because, man, you'd love this. It goes back to parenting and childhood, and it says that you know, for for kids who weren't, you know, their emotions they weren't harbored properly as kids. You know, like what happens is if you know, the parents don't hold space and they don't, you know, give the child that room to actually, you know, harbor a safe place internally, um, the kid ends up distrusting their emotions and then they could go their whole life you know being an avoidant or an anxious or a preoccupied attachment style and it goes on to many other things other than that but that's why i think you're right man parenting is probably the bedrock of a relationship because if you can parent well then you're going to have a good relationship but it's not always the other way around <laughs> yes
0: for sure it all goes back down to parenting like there's people who is there's fighting or arguing you about this thing but i really have this firm belief firm belief that is the bedrock of everything. It's the fundamental root cause, root issue. Right now, I'm fixed. Like, not say fixing. I'm, I'm, I'm in influencing or con- reconditioning all my young adult's mind, right? It's not as strong as I help them to be a better parent so that the next generation will start fresh.
1: Yeah. That's good. It's not... I, I don't... think it's... Good. Oh, sorry. Is there? Is sir:
0: Yeah, hello. Yeah, so the far vision that I have, right, is to build a parenting school, right?
1: Mm. Yeah. Wow. Because it's a holistic thing, you're right. It's like you can almost pick and you know, pick and uh, I guess fix certain things like I want to fix the relationship, the parenting, but you're right. Because if you have a, a good parenting style and obviously it's quite hard to achieve a fantastic, you know, parenting style holistically, it's almost like you're just, you know, putting band aids on stuff. But when you go to the deepest root cause and you're able that's why, you know, it's awesome for um, you know your kids um, that you know you've got this down pat, and hopefully I'm also on the right path to this. Is that we can you know give them our best because so much stuff is formed in childhood. You know from the ages of five and six, you know a lot of stuff like instant or delayed gratification, all these other variables, and you can fix them, it, but it's hard. You know, we may as well give them the best chance that we can.
0: Yeah, for sure. Like we might not be the best parents, uh, the most perfect parents, but at least we are the realest version of a parent that it can be like you will I will, I will be a parent that share my struggles with my son I, I will, that's why I'm documenting on YouTube right now all the shit that I'm going through right
1: mm, yeah mm. So, so is Brian the <laughs> relationship guru very articulate <laughs>
0: yeah right yeah thanks Good for that start, I appreciate the
1: comment no I'm not I don't say I'm a guru I love to chat about it and read and there's so much for me to learn like so long and so much more to learn but you know always happy to I love chatting about it like you and me, Daryl, we love parenting. I love relationships equally as much. In the work is good. Um ah, so good to chat about this stuff. <laughs> like like if you if you guys really understand and then really is
0: oh and Andy is still here, I'm surprised. Thanks Andy for joining from the beginning. Like like he's the first dude that joined, right? Oh wow. Well. You know, like like if you guys really really internalize right the way I I, I live my life and the way Ryan lived his life, right? It's because of something tragic that happened to us in the first place. So y'all, In the past, you you, you literally, like what Victor Frankl said, you search meaning from suffering. In the past, his parents divorced. In the past, my my dad's finances went down, right? I had to downsize my lifestyle. Hence, in the future, I'll make sure that other kids or whoever can live life purposefully. Not like me, just partying non-stop when I was a young youth. So, Mm -hmm. when you, yourself, whoever's watching this, really internalize, what am I suffering currently? What am I not happy with? In the future, you'll solve it. Visualize yourself solving it already. And presently, what can you do about it, right? That you bring you one step closer to your goal. That's all. And that's what he's doing. That's what I'm doing. It's not that we are studious. We want to read books, man. It's just that we want to make things right. We want to mm-hmm. fix the broken relationship like for him. And for me, it's, I really want to live purposefully. I don't want to follow like my parents working for money. And then, then that's that. Yeah. And for man. you guys watching this, you have the same power as well. Right. Hello, Robson. <laughs>
1: yeah man that's right go back to first principles and understand everything the way it is that's why again I, i talk about vipassana a lot they um the whole you could describe it in one sentence or even one word which is to be equanimous you know to be to have this true equanimity which is basically you know calm stable not being rocks you know because a lot of times in life when we're unhappy or he says um the guy like it's um he says that we have, uh, you know, misery, it comes from craving and aversion. Either we're craving for something like, you know, it could be a drug addiction, it could be wanting for love or wanting our parents or something, or aversion, we're running away from something, we've got anger, we've got hatred, ego, and all these mental defilements. And it makes sense. It's like, okay, we can just be, a it's easier said than done, but if we can be a mess about everything. and. Oh I was um it's crazy man on on the last day they were talking about this Vipassana meditation for kids you know from the ages of eight, they get the um the kids in to do the anapana respiratory meditation and they've got testimonials It's crazy man they say stuff like um you know my kid was misbehaving a lot, and as soon as he did three days of this vipassana meditation he's come out and he's a completely new kid you know he loves life and just some of the testimonials I was reading, I thought you know were my baby siblings you know as soon as she uh, Ella as soon as she gets to eight years old. Uh, I'm going to get her know into this. Today. I'm going to volunteer and help these kids out because I'm so passionate about it. And if I had the opportunity to do it myself, that would be awesome.
0: Anyway, Cohen has just shared something vulnerable. He said, my my dad finally said that he's proud of me on my wedding day because in my wedding speech, I said I admire him. That's a turning point. Something shifted my anger of 30 years resolved. Thank you so much, Cohen, for sharing. Appreciate this, bro. And, and yes, I am honestly quite shocked. Uh... I woke up at nine today, I did my morning routine, two hours worth. I went out for a lunch with my one of my students. At at three another coaching student. At five another coaching student. At 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 nine I had dinner and now I'm having this. Just a massive uh massive massive day, massive day. Tons of action. But but honestly I'm living the most purposeful uh, version of my life
1: and I'm truly living it. I'm I'm loving it already. Yeah, that's right. That's the difference, Daryl. Like you feel tired of fulfillment. You go to bed and you feel tired, but fulfilled. Whereas you know, in the past, you know, when when I've been in you know bad jobs, things are not for me. You go to bed, you know, you just feel tired, and you get up feeling like shit. But now it's not no feelings of fulfillment there, so it's a different kind of tiredness, you know.
0: Well said, very well said. And Cohen is, is obviously disturbing. Is it girlfriend? That's like of course, check. <laughs> girlfriend not <laughs> not in the room right now, not right, I'm alone, I'm alone, <laughs> yeah, hey, Andy, thanks for staying, hi, JY, all Right. if you guys love it, do share with your friends, hopefully we can, you know, me and Ryan can impact more lives, lah. that's what we are all about, and and you will see me and Ryan more often, by the way, Ryan, I have 30 days, so hopefully you pop in and now bro, we cover videos, oh, sure. are you doing
1: uh, 30 days of IG live, is that what it's about? Yes,
0: this is what it's all about
1: if if oh, i, I if nobody's
0: joining me I will, I will just host it alone but obviously yeah, it'd be well,
1: love to get people joining here yeah so, oh good yeah. spread the good word and get people on there and yeah it's good man hopefully i can challenge you as well you know i think you did fantastic last night you know to the first night to really put yourself and to be vulnerable because i know you know you've also had some traumas in the past or you know some insecurities and fear so to be able to break that man is so powerful and it's so good to see Yeah, yeah,
0: definitely. I didn't expect that, to be honest with you. Like, after the IG live with uh, the Meetup SG, I kind of felt like I want to just turn it off and escape. Then I was like, shit, I need to do the hard stuff. (laughs) Right? And hard stuff, is click the live button and just confront it. And immediately when I clicked it, I'm like, I don't care if anybody show up, I'm going to do it. (laughs) That was my (laughs) opening statement. (laughs) That was my opening statement. I don't care, I'll do it. Yeah. Damn anyway, good, go on. The next, the next one. I'll, yeah, i I'll, I'll bring. I'll try to bring a pretty girl again. Okay? I'll try to think. <laughs> All right, awesome. Any, any question for us? If not, we'll just conclude the night. It's been an hour, bro. Time flies, man. You know, oh, dude, I Love
1: it, man. Yeah, gotta yeah. set some records, man. <laughs> 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 Two hours on Zoom.
0: <laughs> Thank you, guys, for loving it. All right. Yes, yes, make sure we are well rested for sure. Now I'm gonna take a take a break and I'll see you guys tomorrow. Right, I'll show up no matter what. So hit me with questions, uh feel free to, to Yeah, thank you so much. Awesome stuff by Cohen as well by sharing so much vulnerably and, and, and please, Cohen, up- i appreciate
1: him. it, brother.
0: Yeah. Cohen, what was it again? The roots. What and the fruits? What was it? The roots and the most fruits. Please please type it out again. Let everybody gain from that. Cohen dropped some yeah, Cohen dropped some good bomb about the roots and the fruits. What was it, Oh, I'll catch you soon, Ryan. Catch you soon, Daryl, man. Good chat, man. See you, see you, see you. Rest up. Bye, guys. See you tomorrow. Bye, guys. See ya. Bye-bye.